Glad to be back with you today. Honor Bishop and uh, Brother Richie and give honor to Pastor Myers and those away this morning. And today is the beginning of your path to Jubilee, path of Jubilee. And so I'm excited to be here with you. And today has been called the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. And God will pour out His Spirit today in this place. And people will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. The book of Acts, chapter 2. And I know if you go to this church, you're probably tired of me. <laughs> I'll preach to you tonight. But this morning, God's going to pour out His Spirit in this place. Amen. Acts, chapter 2, verse 1 through 4, verse 16 through 18, and verse 37 to 39, verses that... If you, if you live for God very long at all, you probably know. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them cloven tongues like as a fire that set upon each of them, and they were all filled. Everyone say all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance verse 16 but this is that which is spoken by the prophet joel and it shall come to pass in the last days saith god i will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh somebody say all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams and on my servants and on my handmaidens i will pour out in those days of my spirit and they shall prophesy. Verse 37 through 39 says, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And I want to preach to you this morning, it's for everyone. It's for everyone, including you. You're going to get the Holy Ghost today if you want the Holy Ghost. I promise you that. Praise God. Turn to your neighbor and tell them you need the Holy Ghost, homie. Praise God. Are you ready? Let's go in the atmosphere of the worshiping praise of the Lord. Let's praise the Lord one more time. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. Have your way in this house this morning. Would you lose faith right now, God, I pray, upon every person in Jesus' name. You may be seated. Now, I know that, that this is not going to be very deep, but I can tell you immediately, and you know this as well, if you... If you are even watching the news, you don't have to read your Bible. You can watch the news. And you know, if you know anything about the Bible, that Jesus Christ is coming very, very, very soon. There's so many things going on in the world that are echoing prophecies and showing promises of God coming into reality that if you, you would be crazy to think you have all the time in the world to get right with God. He is about to come back and every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ 
is the Lord. You can sit there and say, I don't believe in Jesus all you want to today, but when those skies split open, your knee will hit the ground and your mouth will open and you will say, that is the King of Kings and that is the Lord of Lords. Every person will experience this. The Messiah is returning and I want to go to heaven when he comes back. I want to see him. I want to be on the streets of gold. I want to see the walls of Jasper. I want to hear the angels cry, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. I want to see the crystal river. I want to see the mansions. I want to see my loved ones. But most importantly, I want to be with Jesus Christ forever and eternity. Is there anybody in here that wants to be in heaven for eternity? This earth is not my home. This world is not my home. I am just passing through. Hallelujah. Nothing else matters but going to heaven. Nothing else matters but going to heaven. It doesn't, I just came back from Alaska Friday. My grandfather died unexpectedly last week, a week and a half ago. He was just sitting at the chair, feeling chest pains out of nowhere, lived next door to us our whole life. My grandma and grandpa, and two hours later, he's gone to meet the Lord. And when I went to Alaska last week and I was going through all this stuff, I, I, I was amazed at all the stuff that I was in awe of as a kid, all the tools he had, all the equipment he had, all the vehicles he had, all the stuff he had all the, the the moose racks on the walls and all the things that he accumulated as I was looking through all that I realized none of this matters at all but what matters is that there was a day where he was born of the water and he was born of the spirit the stuff he had it doesn't matter now but what matters it did he get the Holy Ghost was he baptized in the name of Jesus did he make it to heaven Jesus said, unless you're born of the water and the spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. It doesn't matter how much stuff you have, how much you give to the poor, how right you are on your taxes, how correct you are in life, how great of a person you are, how much of a giver you are. If you have not been born the way Jesus said to be born again, you're not going to heaven. But the greatest thing that can happen to you on a Sunday morning is if you experience the Lord in a way you never have before and get his spirit born in you, alive in you, living in you and changing you forever. Somebody shout hallelujah. <laughs> Nothing else matters. It doesn't matter how much you own, how many, how many dollars are in your bank account. Nothing matters except are you going to heaven when you meet the Lord. It will not matter how nice the house is that you live in. It will not matter how many people in your family think you're amazing. What will matter is do you have the Spirit of God living in you? Romans said if you have not the Spirit of Christ, you are none of His. You can believe Jesus is God. You can believe He's your personal Savior. Savior. But if his spirit is not inside of you, it does not matter. You need him inside of you. It's the most important thing in your life when God decides to fill you with his spirit. And the Holy Ghost is for everyone. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's for you. 
I've seen the strong get the Holy Ghost. I've seen men that were prisoners walk and, and raise their hands. They could probably bench press a car. And when they raised their hands, God filled them with the Holy Ghost. I've seen murderers get the Holy Ghost. I've seen people that were tough as nails bend to hell and back, lived a life that was rough, rougher than most people would want to imagine. But when they got in the presence of God, their strength was overwhelmed by his strength. And he filled them with his spirit and they realized I'm not as powerful as I thought I was but the greatest strength that I can get is in the presence of the Lord I've seen the weak get the Holy Ghost I've seen people crippled up in wheelchairs that could move nothing besides their lips speak in tongues as God filled them with the Holy Ghost I have seen the rich get the Holy Ghost I have seen the poor get the Holy Ghost I've seen doctors come in and lawyers come in and receive the Holy Ghost dignitaries come in and receive the Holy Ghost but I've also seen people off the street raise their hands with not even a vehicle or a bike to own and God filled them with the Holy Ghost why because it's for everybody it's for you it's a promise he wants to give it to you he wants to be inside I have seen the old get the Holy Ghost I was just in a service a few weeks ago when a 92-year-old lady staggered up to the front on a walker, never been to church before, but her daughter had been praying for over 30 years for her mother to come to the house of God. And she came up on that walker, and she was very weak. And when she tried to raise her hands, they had to hold her up with both arms. She was so frail. But it wasn't about 30 seconds later when that lady, 92 years old, was raising her hands that God filled her with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I was in a service last Sunday. I've seen the young get the Holy Ghost. I went over to a little boy praying, six years old, nobody around him, no altar workers were focused on this little guy by himself in the corner, little hands raised in Anchorage, Alaska. And when he raised his hands, I went down there. He was praying with all of his heart, I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. And a few minutes later, as I sat there and listened to the most beautiful sound I've ever heard, a six-year-old kid off the streets with his hands raised and God filled him with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. His mom wasn't there. His dad wasn't there. His family wasn't there. But Jesus saw that child because he wants to give the Holy Ghost to everyone. It doesn't matter what you have at home or what you do not have. What matters is, are you going to heaven in eternity? Are you going to see Jesus forever? doesn't matter. I have seen people that did not have religious backgrounds get the Holy Ghost. I have seen people walk off the street had no idea what church was but by the time the service was over they knew who God was because he was living inside of them. They didn't know church protocol but they sure got the Holy Ghost. I've seen people with religious backgrounds with absolutely everything coming against them never knew about the power of the Holy Ghost because of their tradition. They had just known God in a certain dimension their entire life. They knew he was real. They knew he heard their prayer. 
church, but they never really reached out in that level where they could feel them on the inside. But when they heard the gospel and they raised their hands, I have seen people receive the Holy Ghost and say to me afterwards, if I knew I could have this level of emotional connection with God, if I knew I could have him inside of me, I would have done it a long time ago. I would have reached for him. Why? Because when you get the Holy Ghost, friend, you get joy unspeakable and full of glory. You get peace that passeth all understanding. Show me somebody who has the Holy Ghost. They might be going through hell, but they will have peace and they will have joy and they will have faith and they will worship because what's inside of them is greater than what's on the outside of them. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the Somebody shout hallelujah. How do I get the Holy Ghost? Acts chapter 2 verse 4. The Bible said that when they received the Holy Ghost, they spake with tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. In Acts chapter 10, verse 45 and verse 46, the Bible talked about it, that these that the Holy Ghost fell as many of the circumcision uh, which were astonished came with Peter because on the Gentiles, that's me and that's you, was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. How do they know? For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. In Acts chapter 19, verse number 5 and verse number 6, you will find that when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. The Spirit of God, when it comes inside of you, the proof to you, the evidence to you that he is inside of you is that you cannot keep him inside of you. He has to come out of your mouth. Do you realize what I'm saying? Jesus even said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. This spake he of the Spirit, the Bible said. In other words, when the Lord comes inside of you, he's so great, he's so powerful, he's so big, that you in your human strength and in your human will cannot keep him on the inside of you. Don't tell me you have the Holy Ghost if you've got God on lockdown. That went over like a lead balloon, but it's still truth. Don't tell me that you've got the Holy Ghost, but you can control it, and you don't have to speak in tongues, and I don't have to have that to have God on the inside. What you're saying is a lie, friend, according to the Word of God, because if He's in you, the proof that He's in you is it will come out of your mouth in evidence. You will speak with other tongues. That means if you speak English, it will not come out in English. If you speak Spanish, it will not be in Spanish. You will not understand what you're saying because it's a heavenly language it won't be like your neighbor it won't sound like the person in front of you but when God fills you with the Holy Ghost it will come out of your mouth and the evidence that you are filled with God is that you cannot keep him down I could keep the Holy Ghost pinned inside of me then my strength and my will would be stronger than the strength and the will of the spirit 
But when he comes inside of me, when he fills me, and when he refills me, I'm telling you, it comes out. It comes out. So it might be two words. It might be a hundred words. It might be a thousand words. It doesn't tell us in the Bible how many words it has to be. I get nervous when I get around people that are judgers. I say, well, it's going to be this long. Show me Bible for that. It's not in the Bible. The Bible says they heard them speak with tongues. That means it just came out of their mouth. Whether it comes out a little bit or a ton, all that matters is it came out and God filled them with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I was in Alaska last week preaching and a child was at the altar praying and I went over to him and he was from the streets. He was about six or seven, another kid. I said, hey buddy, can I want me to pray with you? He said, no. I said, okay, that's fine. Are you all right? He said, yeah. I said, you have the Holy Ghost? He said, I don't know. I said, I can pray. He said, no, I'm good. I said, okay, but I was walking out the side door and a few minutes later he ran up to me and he said, hey, hey. He said, I think I got that Holy Ghost. I said, yeah, how do you know? He said, because I was saying like different things that I've never heard before that didn't make sense when I was praying. I said, you got it. He said, I just came to tell you that I didn't need you to pray for me. I got it all by myself. Listen, no human can give you the Holy Ghost, but Jesus will give you the Holy Ghost. If you want the Holy Ghost, he'll pour it on you today in this place. You know, my grandpa's passing threw me by surprise. I was supposed to preach in New York City in a church where a big Holy Ghost service was prepared and I had to cancel everything to go to Alaska to preach. But did you know last Sunday in Easter, Easter's the tough, let me just tell you as an evangelist, I've done this 14 years. You would think Easter Sunday would be the easiest Sunday to get a lot of people filled with the Holy Ghost because big crowds come to Easter's. But like one pe- one person said, CEOs come to Easter's. Christmas Easter only people. They come to, they come to church not to get God. A lot of them come to watch stare you down make me move i love easter you ought to be a preacher on easter you earn it i promise you but last sunday in alaska 45 people were filled with the baptism of the holy ghost in the middle of nowhere let me tell you something That's bigger than a patty cake. I'm sorry. That's a God thing right there. God visited Alaska last weekend, and 45 people received the Holy Ghost. 32 of them were kids from the street, and God filled them with the Holy Ghost. Can I tell you, if you want the Holy Ghost, he will give you the Holy Ghost. How do I get the Holy Ghost? Well, I'm glad you asked. Number one, you have to repent of your sins. Makes no sense to try to get God to fill you with his spirit when you're not sorry for the things you've done wrong and don't want to turn away from sin. Well, God, I, I say this all the time, but God is not interested in being your roommate. You are not a duplex that he, he, he lives in part of you on Sunday and sometimes Wednesday and maybe once in a while on a Sunday night. But most of the time, I inhabit. No, 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 no. When God fills you with the Holy Ghost, he fills you with the Holy That means he comes inside and he takes over. And I've never met anyone that got the Holy Ghost that regretted God taking over their life. Because when the Holy Ghost gets in you, it doesn't just give you a good feeling for a moment. That's the key to getting to heaven. No, it gives you all kind of things. I've seen people sick in their body. I've seen people in wheelchairs, but when they got the Holy Ghost, they got healed instantly. I've seen people broke as a joke, got the Holy Ghost and got a job the same day. Well, 
Why? Because when God gets inside of you, he doesn't just do one area. He can change everything today. He can heal your marriage. Oh, I wish I could preach that. He can heal your marriage right now if you just let him on the inside of you. Repentance. Number two, you have to desire the Holy Ghost. If you do not want the Holy Ghost, you will not get the Holy Ghost. But if you want it, you will get it. If you want it, there's not a devil in hell that can keep you from getting it. There's not a person in your house that can keep you from getting it. There's not someone on your pew in their bad attitude that can keep you from getting the Holy Ghost. There's no one in this building that can keep you from getting the Holy Ghost. Because when God fills you with his spirit, it's between him and you. And there's nothing in the way. All you have to do is desire it. And there's no greater desire on the planet than one in the creator of the planet to live inside. Number three, you have to focus your mind on God. When you're praying for the Holy Ghost in a few minutes, don't worry about what you're cooking for lunch or where you're going to eat. I mean, you're like, now your mind's glued to that. <laughs> Wasn't thinking about it till you said that. The rolls at Texas Roadhouse will wait. They'll be there. But guess what? The rolls won't taste as good as the Holy Ghost that gets inside of you. And I promise you, when your mind is on the Lord, it doesn't matter what this going on in the world the greatest moment in your life is knowing the, the Lord Jesus Christ from heaven is looking down on this service in Palm Bay Florida he's got his eyes on this service because he's going to pour out his spirit in this service he promised that in his word that in the last days he would pour out of his spirit upon all flesh every man every woman every boy and every girl that wants the Holy Ghost can get the Holy Ghost and I promise you this when your mind on Jesus there's no greater thing to have your mind on in fact the word said that I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me so when your mind is on the Lord and him giving you his spirit you're going to have peace I don't know about you but peace is huge in my life I can have all hell breaking loose on every corner devil shooting at me everywhere. but if I have peace it doesn't matter but if I have everything going right but I don't have peace it doesn't matter. Peace is amazing. And peace comes from Jesus because he is the prince of peace. He's the peace speaker. He stops storms with his voice. He, I don't know why I'm talking about that right now. But whoever you are that needs the Holy Ghost in here or a refilling, when you get it, there's going to be an overwhelming sense of peace that comes upon you. That everything's going to be all right. Because when Jesus is in charge, everything will work out for your good. Because all things work together for good. Then we love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose in the Bible so the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are far off even as many as the Lord our God shall call so when you're called it works out for your good when you get the Holy Ghost you're called by God so repent desire the Holy Ghost focus your mind on God number four you have to have faith God's going to give you the Holy Ghost today 
Every person in this room that's got the Holy Ghost, they didn't get it with a doubting attitude. They had it. They received it with faith. It's mine. That's, in fact, that's what your little theme is here, receive the Spirit. The word receive in the Greek is take it. Over and over, take it, to take, to take, to take. When you, that means you have faith. When I get to the altar and I raise my hand, I'm going to receive the Holy Ghost. I'm not going to have to beg for it. I'm going to worship God and I'm going to receive it because I have faith. It's mine. It's called the gift of the Holy Ghost. Not the idea that you have to beg for. It's the gift. It is free. So you take it. When God gives it to you, you receive it. You receive by having faith never met anybody that said I'm going to get the Holy Ghost and leave without the Holy Ghost they've made up their mind I will get it I have faith for it. if you come up well I just hope it's I hope it's my day you might get it you might not but I promise you the people that that come up here saying I'm getting the Holy Ghost today will get the Holy Ghost today because they have faith and faith moves mountains number five here's the biggest thing to get in the Holy Ghost to worship God you to receive the Holy Ghost you have to worship with your mouth. This is going to be, sound so smart, Alec, and I don't mean it that way. But you don't worship God with your mind to get the Holy Ghost. It's got to come out of your mouth. When God fills you with the Holy Ghost, you will speak in tongues. So it makes sense that you should be speaking and worshiping God. I've seen God fill people with the Holy Ghost that were dumb. I don't mean that as ignorance. I mean they could not speak. They could not talk. But when they raised their hands and they began to try to worship God, God filled them with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. When you see that happen, you know it's for everyone. When you see a man get the Holy Ghost that was born without a tongue, you know it's for everyone. You can't sit there and convince me that you can't get the Holy Ghost today. If you've got a mouth and you can open it, you can get the Holy Ghost today. That went over like a lead balloon, still truth. How do I worship? Well, the best way I can tell you to worship God is to start telling him, hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You said it a couple of times earlier today. Hallelujah. That means I give you everything. It's the highest praise you can give God. It's the highest level a human being can go to as far as praising and worshiping God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, what's the importance of praise and worship? Well, the Bible said he inhabits the praises of Israel or his people. So when you start praising him and telling him, hallelujah, I worship you, he can, his word cannot lie. So he cannot stay in heaven and watch you and ignore you when you praise him the best that you can and you worship him he inhabits that means he dwells and he moves among it and when God moves on you you don't just well I think God was there you know when God is there because when he gets by you he wants to live inside of you and when he hears praise coming out of your mouth and worship he wants to dwell in you So when you start worshiping God, you start telling him, hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. Whatever comes to your mind, hallelujah. That's the one I, I tell him that's the best way to get the Holy Ghost. Listen, my grandpa died a week and a half ago, and my uncle, uh, my uncle Scott came up from Colorado. He's 63 years old. My grandparents had two sons, my dad and my uncle Scott. My dad's the youngest. He's been pastoring in Alaska for 25 years. My uncle Scott is 63 and never been filled with the Holy Ghost. Grandpa died on a... Uh, 
uh, Tuesday, I believe it was, and I went up there that week, and on Wednesday night, whenever it was, a couple days after he died, Uncle Scott came to the altar, 63 years old. Grandpa's been praying for him for a long time. And Uncle Scott came to the altar, and he was raising his hands, and he was saying, oh, God, I, I want the Holy Ghost. I, I want the Holy Ghost. I need the Holy Ghost, and nothing was happening. And I walked down to him, and I heard him saying, oh, oh God, I, I want the Holy Ghost. And I said, Uncle Scott, I said, he said, yeah, buddy. I said, why don't you start telling him, hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And he started saying, hallelujah, hallelujah. He got to the fifth hallelujah, and that was it, baby. God baptized him with the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you something. I watched my morning, I watched my morning grandmother on the fourth or fifth row with a major back problem, and she was sobbing the entire service in pain and obviously grieving. But when my Uncle Scott started speaking in tongues, I watched her stand to her feet. I watched the countenance on her face change because for 60 years they have prayed for God to fill their boy with the Holy Ghost, and Grandpa died, but it took Grandpa dying to get to get him in the altar but let me tell you something the greatest moment of his life was when God filled him with the Holy Ghost last week it'll be the greatest moment of your life when God fills you with the Holy Ghost today let's stand right now in a moment we'll repent of our sins I'll ask Bishop to lead the prayer of repentance in a moment and from the top down if you don't know how to repent you can you can follow Bishop but make sure you pray from your heart, not your head. That means mean what you say. Don't just repeat something. Okay? Be genuinely sorry. And then after we repent, I'll pray a prayer of faith. Basically, I'm just going to unleash faith in the name of Jesus on you. And you have to want the Holy Ghost. And you have to keep your mind on God and believe that's yours, you're going to get it today, and then make up your mind, I'm not going to stop worshiping with this mouth. Some of you will get hallelujah out once or twice or three times, and that'll be the last thing you say in English, and God's going to fill you, or Spanish, whatever you speak, God's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost, and you're never going to be the same again. Some of you may take a minute or two minutes, and you're going to worship, and all of a sudden, it's going to come on you. When something is poured out, I can pour this water right here. But it just landed in several spots. I poured it on one spot. But guess what? When it lands, it bounces. He didn't say, I'll, I, will, I will drop the Holy Ghost. He said, I will pour it out. When God pours something, it gets on people. You might be up here, and you might not be the first one to get it, or the second one, or the fifth one. But you just keep worshiping God. Because when it starts raining... When it starts raining, it'll rain across the altar. It'll rain on you over here. It'll rain over here. It'll rain over there. In the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. <laughs> so you don't stop. And then all of a sudden, those words, you're going to be feeling and hearing, this doesn't make any sense. And when, it, when, it, when they're hearing that in your mind, can I help you? Can I just help you? I've seen a, over 5,000 people get the Holy Ghost the last couple of years. Just please, please listen to me. I, I know what I'm talking about on this, okay? On this subject, I know what I'm talking about. When, when you hear those words in your mind, don't hold them hostage. They won't make any sense. I got the Holy Ghost April 5th, 1990. I was seven years old. Sounded like a baby talking out of me. I knew it wasn't me, though. 
It was the most powerful thing I've still ever felt today at 34 years old. Still, that was the greatest moment of my life. Let me tell you something. When those words come, start coming, hallelujah has served its purpose. I love you, Jesus, has served its purpose. I worship you, Lord, has served its purpose. But now it is time to let the Spirit flow out of you. And you will not regret God filling you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Can you do me a favor? You've helped me out today. You've been a wonderful audience. But can you do me a favor? Can you turn to the person beside you right now and ask them, have you received the Holy Ghost yet? Would you do that for me right now? Would you turn to the person and would you tell them yes or no if it's yes and tell them yes. If it's no, tell them today's the day. I think I heard someone on the platform say today's the day. This is bad. <laughs> Listen, God forbid you have a heart attack or a car wreck. All this stuff in your life won't matter. But this altar call is going to matter. This altar call is going to matter. When you leave knowing I've got the Spirit of God inside of me, you can approve of God all you want to. When He gives you the Holy Ghost, He's approving of you. You can say, well, I, I believe in the Lord, and I love him, and that's good enough for me and him. But when he gives you the Holy, he's letting you know that's good enough for me and you. I'm inside of you. Here's what's going to happen in a moment. We're going to come to the front. We're going to repent of our sins, everyone together. Bishop's going to do that. I'll pray the prayer of faith, and then I'll have you shout hallelujah as the key to start worshiping God. And don't stop shouting it and worshiping until you get in the Holy Ghost. And God's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. We've got people that will pray with you. And they're not trying to bother you. They just know they've got the Holy Ghost the same way. They were praying. And God filled them with the Holy Ghost. And God's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost this morning. Are you ready? Well, it's about six of you. Are you ready? All right. So if you don't mind, would you just grab that neighbor by the hand and say, let's go down to the front right now. Brother Josh just asked us to come down to the front. Would you come down to the front, whether you have the Holy Ghost or you don't have the Holy Ghost? Would you come down to the front right now? Praise God. Praise God. Uh, apparently the mic is off. Can you all come to the front? Come on, home folk. Come on, Palm Bay. Don't make me work for it. I've been here a long time. Come on. There you go. Come on. Help me out. There we go. Hallelujah. Listen, this is, for the, this is for the church people. This is for the home folks. If you're going to sit and watch the show, would you please leave? Because you're not helping me by being in a watching spirit. That's not what the Bible said. The Bible said one mind and one accord when the Holy Ghost fell. That means everyone was worshiping and waiting for God to move. Not sitting there judging everything that happened. And I know that sounds strong. But I'd rather your doubting spirit and your judging spirit get out of the way. So God can fill people with the Holy Ghost. You can stay in your pew if you want to. But would you be a worshiper in the pew and not a watcher in the pew? That's all I'm asking. Be a worshiper so God can fill these people with the that all right it's not all right deal with it because it's right besides i don't know why i would come to a service where god's going to pour out his spirit and not be a worshiper when i supposedly have the holy ghost and live for jesus amen amen 
Bishop's going to come lead us in the prayer of repentance. Follow his instructions. Whatever he says is. I'm going to pray, and I want all of us to pray. Everybody pray repentance. Ask God to forgive you for everything you've ever done, everything you've ever said, everything you've ever thought, everything that's ever been in your life. And I want all of us to pray it out loud, not quietly, but just pray it out loud. Make it strong before the Lord. Let's all pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we come before you, Lord, today because we know, Lord, that you forgive. You forgive, God, all of our sins. You went to Calvary for us, Lord. The Bible is filled with your promises that you would come and that you were coming, Lord, to forgive us of our sins, our transgressions, our faults, our failures. God, we are filled with them, Lord. We have many of them, God. And Lord, we are the human race. God, we have many shortcomings. But Lord, you're so full of mercy and so full of goodness and so full of grace and so full of kindness, Lord. And we beseech you from the depth of our heart, Lord, to forgive us, God, of all the things we've done and all the things we've said that were wrong and the people we have offended, oh God. Forgive us, God, of the things that we thought that were wrong. God, we ask you, Jesus, to bless each and every one here, Lord, tonight baptize us with your spirit God we ask your God to forgive us Lord of every transgression forgive us of our iniquities oh God and all of our rebellion and our rebellious attitudes toward you God we ask you Jesus that you might Lord let your spirit oh God come upon us God and Lord we ask you to forgive us God of all of these transgressions as we call upon the name of the Lord as we beseech you, Lord, from the depth of our hearts, God, we call upon you. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Let's clap our hands to the Lord. Thank him for forgiving us. Let's all thank him for forgiving us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God's forgiven you, you have no right to not forgive yourself. Don't hold yourself in condemnation over something that God's forgiven you of. That means you value your opinion higher than God's. But if God's forgiven you, you're forgiven. That's what you need to thank the Lord for. Praise God. God's about to pour out the Holy Ghost in this place. If you go to this church, I want you to look around somewhere, someone around you, and get ready to pray with somebody. You know what we do here. When God pours out the Holy Ghost, when the person you're praying with gets the Holy Ghost, I want you to raise your thumb and let me know up on the platform. I can't tell unless you tell me that God just gave them the Holy Ghost. But when you tell me, I'll tell everyone else that God's filled another person with the Holy Ghost. And heaven is about to get bigger and hell's about to get smaller. More mansions will be built today in heaven. Because God's about to pour out the Holy Ghost upon people. And the devil's about to have a very bad day as God pours out the Holy Ghost. Remember, we've repented. So you want, you've got to want the Holy Ghost right now. Your mind needs to be on Jesus right now. The best way I can get my mind on God is to raise my hands and raise my head toward him and not be distracted by anybody around me. Have faith. You're going to get it right now. 
and raise your hands by the authority of the word of God and by the power of the name of Jesus receive ye the Holy Ghost and everybody shout hallelujah now lay your hands on them and begin to pray in the name of Jesus and God is going to fill people with the Holy Ghost right now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the last day say number one just got the Holy Ghost right here in the last day saith God I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh in the last day saith God I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh in Jesus name number two just receive the Holy Ghost for the Richie hallelujah hallelujah in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus receive the Holy Ghost 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 that's it speak it out let me know when they get it I can't tell unless you tell me I can't tell unless you let me know in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name today is your day today is your day today is your day Jesus there you go let it go it won't make any sense let it come out of your mouth in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus receive the Holy Ghost receive the Holy Ghost receive the Holy Ghost receive the Holy Ghost there you go let it go let it go now now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Hallelujah. That's it. Here you go. Right here. Right here. Another one right here. Another one right here. Just receive the Holy Ghost. Number three and number four. Just receive the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Who's next? Who will be next? Let me know when they get the Holy Ghost. Number five, just receive the Holy Ghost over here. Hallelujah. In the last day, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Right now. There you go. There you go. He's speaking in tongues, man. That's number six right there. Number six just got the Holy Ghost right there. Let me know when they get it. You got to tell me. I can't. I can't. Number seven just got the Holy Ghost right here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. It's a promise. It's raining. It's raining. It's raining. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the last days, saith God, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. The word of God is true. Seven people that I know of already have received the Holy Ghost. More are going to get it in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. There you go. Let those walls, there you go. 
good, wonderful. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Who will be next? 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 Did she get the In Jesus' name.